One of the keystone identifiers of a true believer is our desire to repent from our sins when we fall. The first step toward repentance is when we agree that our actions, thoughts, or behaviors are contrary to God's law, commands, or character. Our heart is reflected through the lens of the Holy Bible and our sins are laid bare before us. It could be that we need to repent from what many consider a minor sin, or we may have done something really egregious and our hearts are in need of a thorough cleansing. But whatever the case, we are no longer in right relationship with God. But what does true repentance look like? The Bible explains that all sin is lawlessness. So it shouldn't matter if we've committed a big sin or a small sin. We should fully engage our hearts when repenting. Regardless of our transgression, I believe that we should repent with the same resolve and the same humility that David displayed when the prophet Nathan confronted him after he committed adultery with Bathsheba. In response to his sin, in Psalm chapter 51 verses 1 and 2, David wrote, Have mercy on me, O God, according to your unfailing love. According to your great compassion, blot out my transgressions. Wash away all my iniquity and cleanse me from my sin. I admit that there have been times when I've caught myself in an area of disobedience and half-heartedly sent up a quick prayer of forgiveness, mostly because I knew that that was what I was supposed to do, even though my heart wasn't fully engaged. When the woman who sinned much came to Jesus with an alabaster jar of perfume, she wet his feet with her tears and wiped them away with her hair, kissing them and pouring perfume on them. Then Jesus said to Simon the Pharisee, Her many sins have been forgiven, as her great love has shown. But whoever has been forgiven little, loves little. When we sin, we need to understand the gravity of our actions. Whether we think we've sinned much or little, as believers, our hearts should be fully engaged when we repent. Like David, and like the woman from Luke, we should come to the Lord humbly with our hearts laid bare. Whenever we sin, we drive an invisible wedge between us and God. We are no longer in right relationship with Him. If it is your desire to restore your relationship with God after you sin, then I encourage you to engage your whole heart when you repent. I encourage you to take on the attitude of David in Psalm 51 when he said, Have mercy on me, O God, according to your unfailing love. According to your great compassion, blot out my transgression. Wash away all my iniquity and cleanse me from my sin. It would do us well to remember that when we sin, whether knowingly or unknowingly, whether egregiously or flippantly, we have in effect driven a wedge between ourselves and God. When that happens, it is imperative that we allow God to remove that wedge and restore our relationship. When you've wronged a friend, family member, or a loved one, Consider how important it is for you to restore that relationship, to ask for forgiveness, and to set things right. How much more important is it that we do the same with our Heavenly Father? It may be difficult for humans to understand the fallout of our sinful actions in regards to our relationship with God, but we can understand the fallout of our actions when we betray someone on earth. To most effectively mend human relationships, we have to do it with true humility and with our hearts fully engaged. I believe the same applies when we seek to restore our relationship with our Heavenly Father as well. Thank you for listening to the Lord of My Life podcast. And be sure to visit our website at ktfproductions.com.